Thanks for joining us once again here at NapaBroadcasting.com. You know, we hear the statistic all the time about people that come to the wine country. By the time they get here, they've made all of their restaurant reservations, their hotel reservations, their spa reservations. It's interesting to find out how they know and how they find out about all the wine country experiences. Well, one of the ways they find out or one of the ways they're going to be finding out is a new experience, a new way to experience wine country. It's called the Wine Country Channel, and we're going to find out a lot more about it today as I'm joined by Jim Sweeney, who's the Vice President of Sales and Marketing for Wine Country Channel. Jim, thanks so much for coming in. Oh, I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you so much, Jeff. Great to have you here. First of all, tell us a little bit about this channel. It's relatively new, just started the beginning of this year. How did it get started, and what was the plan? So what inspired the Wine Country Channel is the idea that folks really want to enjoy experiences at the wine country, especially the younger millennial consumer. And there's very little way to communicate or to show a video or a film experience. And so the inspiration was to create this channel. Folks in Houston or Chicago could go online to the Wine Country Channel the subchannel of Napa Valley, and really watch what could happen if they go and join each of the wineries and put it in their schedule. Talk a little bit about what you've heard, what you've experienced with respect to competition. I mean, the Napa Valley people want to sell the Napa Valley in a certain way. Obviously, you're doing stuff in Sonoma. They want to sell their product, their wineries in a certain way. How has the competition among different wine regions impacted what you guys do? Well, we're really in good shape, and that is is that uh, we're Appalachian neutral, if you will. And that is, with each one of the channels, if somebody is going to Washington or Oregon or Michigan, what would happen is you'd go to the Wine Country Channel, and we have the sub-Appalachians, and so you would go to the sub-Appalachian and then see the experiences you'll enjoy. We've been very fortunate. Just in the last four weeks, we were called by the Wine Association of Michigan and also the South Jersey Wine Tourism Board. And so people are really looking at this and saying, how can I participate for my Appalachian? Talk about how this got started, and were you and the others that were involved in this from the beginning surprised that this isn't something that existed in some form previously? Well, it was interesting. That's almost what inspired it. Having been in the wine business and actually advising folks, every one of us are blessed to kind of get calls from friends and family saying, where should I go and what should I do? And frankly, when we were making those recommendations, we would send them to websites and what they would only be able to do is read about the tasting experience. So as we looked at trying to communicate what type of energy and enthusiasm and experience that you could have on property, realized there was no single repository of where these films are. You would have to find a winery, then go to their website and see if there's a film supporting the experience you're gonna see. So when we looked at the print media, and if you look through the advertising and print media, in almost every headline, you have the word experience, and you have a lovely couple enjoying a glass of wine in front of the in front of the banner of the winery, and yet you actually you can't transport that couple there without looking at film. Did wineries, whether it's in Napa or anywhere else, did wineries have a lot of their own material, or did a lot of stuff have to be originally produced for the channel? A lot of stuff right now is being originally produced for the channel. What is typically, if in fact a winery has film on property, typically it would be a mid to large size winery who has already invested in video. And then the other side is is that it might be dated. And so since they're not able to film all of the time, we have three production crews that we can go out and either film a party, 
film a harvest. And now with the usage of drone, we can actually look through the vineyard. So the answer is no, most of them do not have film. And if they do, it's quite dated. And in this world in which video is becoming a larger and larger component, I mean, this is this is a big deal for a lot of wineries, I would imagine. It's a very big deal for a lot of wineries. One, this is an online streaming TV network, and so anyone can access it in the world. It's available 24 hours. It's on Wi-Fi, and video now is consumed. The average American watches video five hours a day more than print, more than cable, more than TV combined. It's a crazy number, and so we're able to kind of appeal to that type of channel. Mm -hmm. And talk a little bit about how it all came together and sponsors for it and a little bit about its, its brief history. Sure. And so we went out to um, uh, the Napa Valley Wine Associations, uh, Sonoma County Wine Associations, and floated this idea by them. What was interesting is we put up the Napa Valley, I mean, I'm sorry, we put up the Wine Country Channel, and in our test in October, we had 42,000 website hits and 28,000 video views of only the eight wineries that we had up on, on board. And so as we're taking these numbers into the Appalachians, we seem to be getting great support because what's good for the Appalachian is good for all of the wineries in the market. Mm -hmm. Talk a little bit about how you, in in producing this material, how do you distinguish one winery from another? What is the essence of the winery that you're really looking to capture in these videos? Well, it's interesting you asked that. I was with a winery just yesterday talking about the channel, and their concern was every two to three minute segment is going to be exactly the same. Mm -hmm. And we locally know it's going to be a vintner, their passion, trying to extract the best flavor out of the grapes, and here's my wine. But each one of those actually has a unique story. So if you meet the Peju sisters, they have their own unique story. If you meet Stu Smith, the story could be about Spring Mountain. And each person has its own story that isn't always conveyed in the tasting room because either the host might not have the story exactly right from the vintner's perspective, or the room might be so busy that you can't tell that story. Mm-hmm. And are you finding that most wineries, wherever they are, want to tell the story of, of the people, of the personalities that are behind the winery, as opposed to just telling more about the wine? It's interesting. That's exactly right. When we interview winemakers, you'll have a concentration towards the quality of the wine or the production of the wine. But with regard to the vintners, they do want to share their story. And and each one of those stories, how they got to Napa Valley is unique in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about some of the other regions. You mentioned uh, Michigan and a few other places. That it, It's remarkable how many different wine regions are pushing themselves today. Oh, it's interesting is that we've already spoken to the Texas Hill Country, the Michigan Wine Association, New York Finger Lakes, South Jersey, who would think? And there's a number of Appalachians. We've already spoken to the Washington Wine Council. And uh, there are so many Appalachians that what we want to do is make sure that we launch with Napa and Sonoma and get this right, and then as we roll out. But these sub-Appalachians are really looking for some way to communicate their message. And the Wine Country Channel has really resonated with everybody without signing corporate as a master brand. And then you can go in there and a young couple from Houston could say, I'm going to Oregon. Let's poke around on this website and watch these, uh, watch these videos from these, from these wineries. And is the focus exclusively on wine and wineries or are you incorporating food, restaurants, et cetera? We're incorporating the entire kind of Appalachian experience. What we like to say is the Wine Country Channel features, features where to eat, stay, and play in the wine country. 
So tomorrow I'm meeting with a balloon company, and we've already met with the Napa Valley wine train. So these types of experiences that as somebody, when they're booking their entire trip, their day might move from a bakery in the morning through a glorious dinner at night. And so each one of these types of activities is featured on the channel. You've spent many years in the wine business. Talk a little bit about how this is being received by people in the wine industry who for a long time did things in a sort of traditional way. You were talking about the print photos before, that they were all kind of the same, that for a long time there was kind of the, the same routine that people had in terms of how to sell and how to market. This, is, this requires a little leap of faith on the part of uh, certainly older vintners. It really does. Um, with regard to the leap of faith, one is communicating to folks, and in the wine country, they might be, you know, kind of more not stuck in their ways, but certainly more traditional, if you will. <clears throat> and to try to communicate exactly how many people are on video and don't consume cable, don't consume print, uh, it's quite remarkable. From the original marketing of most of the wineries, one, it would be print, and then so often a winery, the most the most valuable thing they have is either their, their contact names or their wine club. And so what often happens is they just continue to tell their stories to their most loyal consumers, which is very important. But if you can take that energy and then start showing it to other consumers planning their, their trip, that's been remarkable. Is it all sponsored content at this point? It's not. So in the test period, we've gone out and shot complimentary films, if you will, and started to show folks what we could do so that they could visualize mm -hmm. how their winery would be used. But for the moment, it's not all sponsored, but we're moving in that direction. Our films don't feel like advertorials. The crews that we have, we have three production crews, really come from the documentarian film community. Mm -hmm. And so it's really nice that we've been able to move into that area, and you just don't feel like you're watching hours of advertorials. Right. And are you doing situations that involve tastings, maybe, and getting people's opinion about wine? And, uh... We are getting their opinion. What's, what's important is we have a couple of wine critics, if you will, or, or uh, writers, and we bring them into the show, and those would be non-sponsored mm -hmm. content, if you will, right. and those really are a nice pivot between the films and between the wineries. Of course, the danger is if they don't like something, <laughs> it eliminates a potential sponsor. It does. One of the things that we do is that we can put the crew in and film a blending seminar. So if you're at a premium Meritage wine, you're really going through 10 or 15 barrels and putting your Meritage wine together. When we go in and film that, we really have to be careful to edit it down to this short film because what will happen is there are some blocks and some barrels that aren't great, and you could have a winemaker or a vintner go, what are we doing with this block and what went wrong? And those are something that you really don't want to broadcast. What, if anything, are you finding? And it, it may be subtle, but I'm curious because you're talking to vintners in Napa and Sonoma and, and other places. The differences in how people in different appellations approach this, how they approach the wine business, how they approach marketing, how they approach what you're doing. We do see the difference, or we do see differences in the way the appellations market. So, for instance, in in New Jersey, what will happen is those very much are the vintner owners that are putting their programs together. And what we might find in Napa Valley is you actually have a vintner that has been inspired to start a winery, but they're typically not on property. So it might be a little bit more formal in Napa and communicated through somebody else's voice. And then in New Jersey, where you really have vintners that are either coming from New York City or from Philadelphia, and what they're doing is they're actually on Saturdays and Sundays pouring themselves. And so it really feels a little bit more uh, intimate.
Mm-hmm. Are people interacting with this? Are you finding, or the, the wineries finding, even after they leave, they've had an experience, and then they go back and, and look at this afterwards? We haven't seen that yet. It's really so new that we haven't been able to kind of capture that mm-hmm. information. The folks are staying on it quite long. And so we see in some of the films they'll be watching in over 25 to 30 minutes in these separate films or loops. And, um, but we haven't been able to really test the comeback. But what we do believe is that as wineries, as wineries really maximize the flexibility of film, and by that what I mean is in print you really can't communicate your wine club release party and then the next week communicate that harvest has begun and the next week communicate something special. And so what this is going to happen is once a guest, we believe, meets a winery and becomes more loyal to them, they'll go back to the channel and see what the new film that is posted by that winery. So we believe that the comeback will be soon, but we don't see that yet. When did this all start? When did you actually get it started? Well, the inspiration to start this was back in midsummer, so June or July of last summer. Mm-hmm. We were able to recruit the production crews in uh, around August and September. We did the trial period in October and November, and we launched in February 1st. So it's really been quite a quick process, but it's been very nice because as we, as we share the story of the vision, it's been so well-received that we really hustled to try to get this into the market and well before the summer traffic. And who are the others that have been involved in, in putting this together? Tell us a little bit about that. So the visionary, if you will, uh, Aaron Johnson. Aaron and I knew each other because I worked with his wife at Ravenswood. And so Aaron has done this before. He was actually in the uh, auto racing business and auto uh, remodel business. And what happened was he was filming these, uh, these remodels, if you will, and sharing them through auto parts stores. Then when they got involved in the wine business and his wife Kelly was at Ravenswood, he saw this opportunity. In a conversation we were having, I believe that all of the wine in Napa Valley is generally good, actually very good, but the key is the difference is the stories. And so as we were talking, he had an expertise in film and education. I had some experience in the wine business, and when we put these together, this is what inspired the channel. Mm-hmm. And the channel, we should tell people, is completely free. I mean, they can go on it. It's at wine. Tell people how they can find it. So you'll be able to find it if you just go to the uh, Wine Country channel. It is our website. It's completely free. It's on Wi-Fi. We believe that as 5G rolls out across America, it'll be very easy to download traditional films out of Los Angeles, as well as watch these short films across the uh, country. So it's free, it's accessible globally, and as we grow, we believe that you'll also have Wine Country Channel Italy, Wine Country Channel across, and so the master brand will really draw the customer in, and then as you plan your trips, you'll be able to see what to do. And are there other travel sites that that you're competing with in this, or is this unique to itself in terms of focusing on wine? For the moment, it's quite unique. There are websites uh, that are very, very good. So visit Napa Valley, our local chamber of commerce, Napa Valley Vintners Association. But as you do research on there, it's an experience where you have to see a winery, then go to their website, see if there's more collateral or information on the experience, and book it. And that's been the traditional process. And so with us, what will happen is you can see the experience much more universally. And so we don't see it really to be a competitive issue. And we've also been very well received by these appellations to endorse or or share with their members that we exist. And I'm sure the film crews are enjoying working on this stuff. They're very much having fun. 
if in fact a winery uh, is already budgeted for their quarter and the sponsored contact uh, content isn't available, we'll take a case of wine every once in a while, which has totally <laughs> been fun. <laughs> well, I thank you so much for coming in and uh, telling us all about this. Uh, very welcome to be here. Thank wine you so Country much. Wine Country Channel. Um, I thank you so much, Jim Sweeney. Appreciate it. Thank you.